Hi, I'm Sarah Manili, and this is Sustainably Speaking, the podcast aimed at raising awareness about the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs. These goals were adopted by the United Nations in 2015 as a universal call to action to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that by 2030, all people enjoy peace and prosperity. The SDGs call upon all countries to come together in a global partnership to improve health and education, tackle climate change, and much more. In 2021, Georgian College in Ontario, Canada officially joined the global movement of United Nations Sustainable Development Goals by signing the SDG Accord. This podcast is dedicated to sharing the importance of making positive change in the world. We will share inspiring stories of organizations and individuals who are taking strides toward meeting these goals. And through these stories, we hope to inspire you to take up the challenge as well. Join us in our mission to make a difference and create a better future for our planet. Hello and welcome to Sustainably Speaking. Our guest today is Alan Young, co-owner of Puzzle Partners, a branded content agency. Alan, thanks for being here today. Hello, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We are excited to talk today to you about sustainability um, and also some of the initiatives that you recommend to clients or have used yourself regarding um, sustainability and the sustainability, sustainable development goals. Um, so why don't we get started? Would you like to tell me a little bit more about your company and what you do? Yeah. So let's go back a little bit farther than my company. So I've been in the hotel and, and travel industry for 40 years, all told. Uh, all that does is show you my age. But through that time, we've seen a massive change related to sustainability at the grassroots level and also at the corporate level. My company, Puzzle Partner, is a B2B branded content agency. So we work for companies that sell products into other companies. What this does for us at times can make it very challenging from a sustainability perspective because you want to surround yourselves with like-minded companies. But in a nutshell, Puzzle Partner, we write content. We write content for CEOs. Or we write content for those people that need to increase the visibility of their own personal brand. We write the same thing for companies that need visibility for their own major brands. So but all of our companies are firmly rooted within the travel and hospitality space. When you did work with sustain, like sustainability, yes, you do have a background in that as well, right? Yeah. So it's been part of my, I, I guess I kind of got it through osmosis. I've talked about it quite often at different events held mm -hmm. within our industry, the initiatives associated with the UN SDGs and their importance related to our industry and others, obviously, in the world in general. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, through my time and reading and, and speaking about it, I've become a little bit of a, a guy who knows what he needs to do when it comes to sustainability, but I'm certainly not papered or accredited or anything like that. Oh, it's, it's just the experience. And we're all kind of taking a look at that and trying our best to be better and learn more about it and learn different ways that, you know, we can help to meet those goals as we move forward. In my, or in our office the other day, we were talking about, you were talking about hotels and how they can better promote the work and the sustainability that they do um, on their websites. So I'd love to talk a little bit about that. Oh my God, it's so bad. Um, <laughs> in, in our industry, if you take the large players like the Marriott's and the Intercontinental Hotels, which is Holiday Inn and Best Western, and the list goes on and on, Hilton, Hyatt, etc. 
When you look at surveys that have been done over the last two years, one of the biggest ones was Booking.com. There was a survey released that stated the fact that 73% of individuals are now actively looking for properties that focus on sustainability. That's a huge number. And then when you look at the people that are willing to pay more money to stay at a hotel that focuses on sustainability, that's around 43% of travelers. Wow. So... In a nutshell, uh, when you look at all these websites and you go ahead and pull up Marriott, you would think, being a marketing guy like I am, you would think that you would have a tab that relates to sustainability and everything you're doing in regards to sustainability right there on your homepage. Absolutely. And it's non-existent. You have to go into the bowels of a website in order to find that information. And it's not just Marriott, it's everybody. The companies that are getting it right are companies that are actually in the Middle East, believe it or not. Really? Well, that's crazy because Dubai, from an energy consumption and mitigation perspective, is definitely not high on the list. So at least related to mitigation, definitely from consumption. No, minor hotels, Rotana hotels, those types of big corporations over there. Like I think minor hotels has 500 properties. Rotana has 100, give or take. And it's all over their website. Not only is it all over their website, but they report on it annually along with their fiscal reporting. So it's just, it's mind boggling why hotel companies with those numbers, that verified data, don't actually put this at the forefront on their landing page for those conscious travelers who really want to do it. I completely agree with you. And the the hotels that we're referring to here in North America are the Marriott's, et cetera. Are they, um, they're collecting all of this data and they're doing all of this work? Are they reporting on it as well as a whole? Not that I can see. They don't, you know, they might have a chief sustainability officer somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, if you looked on LinkedIn, you could probably find them. But that's kind of where the the, the policing stops, I think. Um, I, I believe wholeheartedly that hoteliers in general need to, yes, they understand the environmental sustainability aspects of their business and what they need to do and what they should be doing. But the guest facing things are nice, but they're not the things that are going to go ahead and, and really, you know, make a, a big, have a big impact on their footprint. What are some of the things that you believe do from a, from a back part of things? Well, the, the students in one of my classes, I took them outside and showed them our complex. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walked by the solar panels that sit there out in the big field. Yep. And that's great. But our college probably has, if I was hasten to guess, maybe 100,000 square feet on top of all of the flat roofs on all of our buildings that encompass our campus. Yeah. So... That's just a great environment to put up more and more and more solar panels and at a much lower cost than the ones we have in the field, because the ones we have in the field are motorized. They do all this fancy stuff about tracking the sun and all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, you don't really need that because we're in an open field, essentially facing south. Uh, so we're going to get east to west you know, traversing of the sun pretty well. Mm-hmm. So you really don't need all that fancy stuff. So if we were to do that, you know, our footprint probably would be going into the negative, which I think would be impressive. So when you take what we could do at Georgian College to what the hotel industry can do, every box hotel, whether it's a Hampton Inn, a Four Points, you know, a Best Western, they're all pretty well architected in the same manner, which once again leaves about 
10 to 15,000 square feet sitting on the roofs where solar panels can be installed, and they never do it. And it would have a much larger impact on the grid and on oil consumption and everything else related to, um, you know, how the power is generated in the first place. Wow. And why is it, do you think that they don't? I mean, I imagine it, obviously it comes with a big cost. Well, there, there's a CapEx cost at the beginning of the build for any kind of franchisee, and the franchisees want to mitigate those upfront costs. But the ROI available to them for this type of installation is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why they they, they do it. I, I think the hospitality industry is probably one of the cheapest industries I've ever been around. And I've looked at healthcare and finance and, you know, many others. But we really need to start giving back what we've taken by doing this. And so I believe in the years to come, large corporations that actually start figuring in this out will mandate it for franchisees when they have new builds to put this onto their buildings. They'll never get it retrofitted, but the right. new builds will be able to do it. Yeah, no, I thought I was thinking about that, too, in terms of the SDGs. I know that signed the accord as Georgian College, but there's not necessarily any mandates in place that, you know, we hope to do these things, but there's no policing in place. I wonder if that is something that we could also look into in terms of, you know, not, I don't want to say forcing hands, but, you know, making this a very real thing, something that isn't just an idea or something you should do, but something that you that you have to do. Well, and I, I think there are, you know, certification groups, accredited certification, you know, standards bodies, all that kind of stuff within sustainability. The challenge is... How do you go ahead and police all that? You know, right. how do you go ahead right. and, you know, hit every college in Canada every quarter to go ahead and say, yeah, they're they're on track. So what's happened is a lot of these accreditation or standards bodies are are doing a self-policing. So they send you out all the documents you need to check, check the boxes off. But mm-hmm. it's really up to you. And if you want to fudge them, who really cares? Right. Um, if If you answer that you're doing a great job with every single... Um, question, then you'll receive a bright, shiny sticker that you can probably stick in a door to let people know you're doing that. But once again, it's it's not necessarily a viable way to police. I, I believe the only viable way to police this kind of stuff and to make sure we're doing the right thing mm-hmm. is to do it internally, is right. to have a group of people that they get paid, you know, once a quarter or once a month to go around and say, okay, this is something we wanted to do within this quarter. Did it actually happen? Right. You know, if the if the college were to say, yes, we want to be putting 200 more solar panels on our flat roofs over the next three years, and we want to hit these milestones every single year, then somebody within the organization needs to be accountable for making sure that we as a, as a college were to do that. And so it's so bloody important to our to the global environment at large that we do this, I don't know why, you know, companies and educational higher higher learning locations, et cetera, et cetera, and, and us as individuals, why we don't necessarily just think that this is the right thing to do. Let's go ahead and do it and let's measure our success rate. I agree with you. I think that measurement of success is important. If you look at the SDGs, it can be overwhelming um, in terms of you know, how do we boil the ocean. But I, I think it's important to just start somewhere and and just get it rolling. And I know we've done a lot of that in HTR in terms of we just started projects and just do a little bit at a time. But do you have any suggestions on how individuals or even students, if we have some students listening to this, how they can get involved? Um, because it can be overwhelming. 
It is. Well, mm-hmm. there's 17 of them, right? And mm-hmm. some of them are really scary, right? They We're going to end hunger. It's like, well, okay, can I help that? Can I do that as an individual? Right. Yes, you can donate to food banks. You can do everything you can possibly do, but there's not much more you can do than that other than maybe opening up your doors to the homeless, which in itself can be somewhat daunting. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you 100%. I think you need to pick one. And you need to go after it. And in whatever manner, shape, or form that looks like. When it comes to the college, I think we should be doing the same thing. The easiest one that we could probably embrace uh, would be the equity and inclusion. Yep, because absolutely. of the fact that we are, we're blessed with having so many nationalities represented within our college. And then they have an impact on the surrounding area. We've got to make sure that we, you know, focus on, uh, you know, their importance to the marketplace. And so to me, that's hugely important, even when it comes out to, you know, females in our industry. If you look at leadership positions within the hotel industry, I think females make up only about 25% of that. If you look at them within my industry, which is the technology sector a little bit more, it's less than 10. And I'm not saying this just to make my mother happy, God bless their soul. They're, they're just better managers when it comes to dealing with big things. And uh, I wish there were more women prime ministers and women presidents all over the place. We, we as a college, that's something that we could really focus on and, and you know, have a, have a myriad of different programs in place to make sure that we knock that out of the park. I agree. And I do see that we're doing um, a little bit more work with that. Marilyn uh, Nigro, as you know, yeah. and, and her initiatives in uh, in Kenya with Masai Mara College exactly. is unbelievable. And as I am delving more into these SDGs, the ones that we're used to in our area, um, and then you look at the, you know, as you mentioned, uh, inclusive and, and, and equity and what Marilyn was working on in Kenya is completely different. So you know, sometimes you just have to look a little further to realize you are actually working toward these goals and you might not have necessarily related it back to the goals. So I find I'm doing that a lot, going back and seeing where, you know, what are we doing already and how can we celebrate that? Yeah, for sure. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. Well, and you want it to actually make a difference. Um, that's the important part. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, my company, we're lucky because of the six people in my little company, four of them are, are women mm-hmm. and uh, do amazing things. My business partner is a woman and without her, I would be nothing. You know, that's kind of where my head's at corporately with sustainability is just trying to do the right thing with the people around us. Yeah, we recycle, we do all that right stuff, but that's really not, to me, that's something we all should be doing every day. So we should all should be a part of, yeah, list. it's an everyday life uh, kind of initiative exactly. for sure. And it's it'd be nice to see... Um, you know, bigger initiatives and, and moving forward, um, you know, as a whole, as a college, I'd, I'd love to see that. And there are, there are grants all over the place. If our government is good at anything, it's giving money away from related to grants. And, uh, you know, I don't know what those grants are, but I'm sure a lot of them focus on energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure we could go ahead and say, hey, listen, guys, for 2025, what's your plan? Absolutely. Let's, let's see solar panels all over this place. Let's do this. Yes, I agree with you. It's time to to make some big moves. And and I really think, as we talked about before, that uh, is reporting on it in, to some capacity. I'm sure, we'll start to see lots of really um, good initiatives. And and what I'd love to see too is partnership across the portfolios. You know, it's it's especially coming out of COVID and and being remote. 
it's it's easy to live in a silo of your own area and what you're doing yourself. But if we could kind of, and, and again, we don't even know what initiatives other departments are taking. You know, there, there are things going on right. we don't even know of. And I think it would be great to collaborate more and make a bigger difference that way. But speaking with some representatives from Honda a couple of weeks ago, they came to tour our gardens and our pollinator areas and just have a look at a few different things because they themselves are taking on in a much bigger square footage, a pollinator garden and trying to do some things uh, at their plant. And so they came to visit and they said that what they do is they have groups that are volunteer groups. So this particular group that came to see us, the two representatives were from their sustainability group. But but a lot of the companies, it's volunteer. It's a volunteer mm-hmm. basis. It's not a paid committee or paid people that go go around and do that. So I mean, the good thing about that is that they're passionate because they're joining and they're volunteering their time. But Maybe if there was, you know, one person in each, like you say, that is responsible for running it and, and is there, there is some sort of remuneration from it. You pay people the right amount of money, they'll do the job most right. of the time. So, yeah, for sure. This entire world in which we're in should not be something that um, we should look to for getting paid to do it. However, from an orchestration perspective, yeah, for sure. People that need to organize things, get people jazzed, get them all stoked about doing this, that, and the other, um, for sure. And they, they too, what's really nice about it, they too can be measured. Look at the UN SDGs, find one that you believe you can be passionate about as an individual and just take it on and do as best as you possibly can. It could be easy, as easy as walking around your neighborhood and picking up trash, that could be the thing you do, right? It could be that easy. Right. Um, it, it could be that easy as helping others that need help, right? It's This is not hard. I, I tell my classes that it all just boils down to doing the right thing. Absolutely. And I think that the more we are educated on the things we can do and the impact that it makes, um, I think that you know people will be more willing to hopefully take this on. Let's hope. Let's hope. Well, thank you so much for coming on and speaking with me today. I really appreciate it. It was fun. Let's do it again sometime. I would love that. 